You're listening to the Dad Whisperer Podcast with Dr. Michelle Watson Canfield. Whether you're a dad who wants to add more tools to your fathering toolbox or a daughter who wants to connect with her dad, or even a mom who wants to support your daughter's relationship with her father, you're invited to join the conversation today. Here now is your host, Dr. Michelle Watson Canfield. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the Dad Whisper podcast. I'm your host, Dr. Michelle Watson Canfield, and I'm excited that you're here today because it's actually a holiday. Thanksgiving. Happy Thanksgiving to each one of you. I don't know that you'll be listening to this necessarily on your Thanksgiving day, since it's probably very busy, but I trust that somewhere around this holiday that you will just know from my heart to yours that I'm thankful for you. I love that you're taking the time to listen to this podcast, share with your friends, subscribe, and Help me spread the word because you know that my passion is to help dads become heroes. I want to give you as fathers more practical, tangible, decoding resources, if you will, to understand your daughter so that you can engage her heart with more intentionality, more consistency, and let her know that she has value, that she's loved by you no matter what she does, just because of who she is. Well, you know the grid I use every week, which is simply on your mark, get set, go. On your mark is the topic or the theme. Get set as I fill that in with stories and stats and go is always your practical action step so that you can put your love for your daughters, even your sons into action. And I love that visual of you as dad standing side by side each other, getting ready to run your fathering race this week. And that's what I'm saying on the sideline as your coach. I'm cheering you on, on your mark, get set, now go run, take action, win the race, because it's all about winning your daughter's heart. Well, today on your mark is the activation of appreciation. So now forget set. Okay, I needed a theme today, right? That fit with Thanksgiving. And I've already done a show in the past called 10 Reasons that I'm thankful for you as dads. So I knew I didn't need to repeat that. So trying to be creative, praying, what could I do that would would give a different spin on really a Thanksgiving theme? And I decided to really focus in on this concept of appreciation. So let me give you a little bit of, of a backstory to really what led me to this topic today. And that's that, you know, about a year ago, I moved here to Arkansas, which I affectionately call Arkansas. Come on, it ends with S-A-S. Don't you think it should be pronounced that way? Well, I do. You know, that's, that's kind of how I'm wired, right? I feel like I'm a little bit of a sassy girl, sassy chick. And so here I am, you know, in Arkansas, a foreign country really to me as an Oregonian for the last five decades. And a year ago, I'm not going to lie, at Thanksgiving, I was pretty flooded. I was pretty overwhelmed. It was a lot of change. But, you know, having gotten married in 20 for the first time, 2020, for the first time at the age of 60, I'm all in, right? As As a wife to Ken, as now a grandma to 14, 15, actually, grandkids. And, you know, five of Ken's kids, four married, one getting married. It's a big tribe. And so it's truly an honor to be here, right? Invested in their lives. 
But none of us like change, right? None of us, maybe it's not even that I didn't like it. I was ready for change. It just was a lot in a short amount of time, right? So as I think about this year, I'm much more grateful and appreciative to be where I am, I would say honestly, than I was a year ago. But it's not just that. It's that I happen to be married to a man that taught me that word. I never use the word appreciate. I would always say to people like, I love you for dot, dot, dot. I'm thankful for you because dot, dot, dot. Not I appreciate you for. But that is a phrase that Ken has taught me. And I'm sure you've all heard my story, but I married a man who founded the National Center for Fathering and the National Association for Grandparenting. He's a widower. And he wrote the foreword to my first book back in 14, which is Dad, Here's What I Really Need From You, A Guide for Connecting With Your Daughter's Heart. And we've been colleagues. I knew his wife. And so because of his love for fathers with the National Center for Fathering, we had that kindred spirit goal and focus. And so as I just tell you that about him, he, he really does walk his talk. And so when he champions men to lead and to step up, he's living that by example. I can tell you that with, with all sincerity. So when Ken started teaching me that word appreciation, I really said, it's kind of an old fashioned word, isn't it? I don't know who uses that anymore. But let me tell you a story. So we have some friends in Portland, grandparents raising a grandson. Never easy, right? Many of you listening may be in that same place where you're like, whoa, I'm a grandfather listening to the dad whisperer because I'm stepping into a father role or maybe you're a grandma listening or a mother listening where you get what I'm talking about. It's never easy, right? When you're already done raising kids and now you're in a role where you need to parent a teenager. And with these friends of ours, we weren't feeling the love. Let's put it that way. Nobody was appreciating anybody. And I think for teenagers, it's really hard to really be appreciative. It's part of the stage of development, very narcissistic. Make sure you never tell your teenagers that word because it's, it's where we all were at that age. We just may forget it. So just in case, that's a little side tangent here. But if you're a dad with a teenage daughter who's giving you a run for your money, do not say you are so self-absorbed and narcissistic because then you just reinforce and shame her for something that is part of normal development, which there's a lot of stuff happening in a body and we tend to kind of go inward for a season, right? I kind of liken it to a caterpillar cocoon and before you know that, that caterpillar is going to break into a butterfly, there's a lot of inward if you will, pulling in work in order to be able to fly. So, okay, that's just an aside, but back to this story. So this teenage boy, not very grateful, a handful, and these these grandparents are worn out. So we had dinner with them one night and Ken literally was telling them about research he was doing on appreciation and on family systems and bringing that into an educational system in a high school. And it was so awkward. I'm not going to lie. He said, how about we go around the table and we all tell each other what we're appreciative for with the other. And it was just like grueling because there was a lot of intensity and heaviness in their home where it was a lot of boundary setting and rule breaking and pushing back. You know, again, cocoon, right? It's part of normal development to, to develop muscles, to push back. It's just not easy. I cannot begin to tell you the impact that that had on the feeling in the room, the atmosphere of the room. 
when one started and then one started and then to hear this teenage boy be able to tell his grandma, I appreciate you for making dinners like this. You're a great cook. Granddad, I appreciate you, you know, for working and putting a roof over my head or whatever, which they hadn't heard him tell them in a long time that anything they were doing to sacrifice for him made any difference. And so I'm really coming to you today, calling this the activation of appreciation to say, I have learned from Ken this past year to use those exact words. And if you literally don't get anything else out of what I say today, I want you to take that and run with it, dad. Begin using those words, that phrase, I appreciate you for. I want you to say that to your daughter, to your son, to your family, to your wife, maybe even your ex-wife. I appreciate you for not giving up on our kids. I appreciate you for being a role model to our daughter, my daughter. I appreciate you for, you know, hauling the kids over here and sharing responsibilities, which again, that might be a digging deep kind of thing. But my goodness, when we hear what we're appreciated for, we all light up, right? That's the bottom line. So I can tell you truthfully, I now love using those words. And literally a couple days ago, I found myself just saying that to Ken again. I so love being married to you and I appreciate you for caring for our home and doing things outside. And I use those words. So that is pretty typical of me. You know, now I'm getting close to three decades here as a therapist and, you know, mental health clinician. And I never want to work with clients and tell them to do something I'm not living. And so when I tell you dads today, it's time to activate appreciation. It's because I'm doing it in my own life too. And I can tell the impact, not only that it has on the recipient, but also on me because it helps me focus more on the positive. And then to speak out those words, I'm going to be talking about that today. It has an impact on the giver. Let me tell you another thing about Ken. Again, not that I'm just trying to toot his horn, but I, I love giving you stories that are real that are raw, that are, you know, making a difference. But Ken, I was talking to him about this topic and he said, we did this around our table every year for special events and birthdays. And just last week we were on vacation with one of his sons and family and little Andy turned six years old. And now I saw Ken's son, Joel, saying, okay, before before he opens his present, let's go around the table and I'll tell Andy, just six years old, little guy, what we appreciate about him and dad went first. I'm telling you, that little guy was soaking it up. You know, I looked at him and I said, I love that you're tough and tender. Here's where I saw you be tough. You, you did on that hike. You did that. You came down that little waterfall and got all wet, but you kept going in the rain. But then you're tender. I see you being such a good brother, you know, to your little sister. And I, we got to watch him soak in words of appreciation. And I love that it started with Ken in their home. And now his son is doing it as a father. Again, that idea of more is caught than taught. Well, I looked up appreciation in more than one version, like we have lots of dictionaries now. And I just want to give you some of the definitions I read because I think they, they fill out this topic this word, this concept with more depth. So one definition was one, recognition and enjoyment of the good qualities of someone or something. And that really stood out to me, the word enjoyment. When we can tell that somebody is enjoying us, enjoying who we are, what we do, joy is reciprocal. 
Research says, I don't know how they can quantify this, but that a joy exchange between two people is six cycles per second. Oh my goodness. So that means when I have joy, it bounces off of you. Then you have joy, it bounces off of me. Then it bounces back to you. You know, picture a tennis ball, choo, 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 going back and forth across the net really fast, cyber speed. So when you express appreciation, that is activating joy. Here's another definition. A full understanding of a situation. Now that one kind of caught me off guard. That's why I highlighted it. And the example was, quote, the bank's lack of appreciation of their problems. So they're saying, okay, maybe we're getting rejected for a loan because we weren't fully being appreciated for all the variables in our life that maybe were out of our control. Maybe it's COVID or whatever, right? So maybe in appreciating your daughter, your son, I'm highlighting daughters, of course, it's important to think about having a full understanding of her situation so that you're not just focusing on what she isn't doing, but you're appreciating the fullness of all that's going on for her. So anyway, that one kind of caught me off guard. So I wanted to share that with you. Two more definitions, a feeling or expression of admiration, approval, or gratitude. So I just want to highlight the word approval. When you affirm appreciation, it's really saying, I approve of you. You are proven worthy to me. Hmm. Okay. Another aspect to that definition that may resonate with you. And the last one is to understand the worth or importance of something or someone. So again, you probably know the word that stands out to me there and it's the word worth. To understand the worth and importance of someone. So when you are expressing appreciation, you use that word, the person you're talking to, I want that to be your daughter, your son, is that they feel worthy, approved, validated, enjoyed, all the good things that you want your daughter, your son to feel from you. So the question I would ask you is how often are you intentionally speaking words that literally show appreciation, express appreciation? And I think it's a bit different. I've kind of I've kind of maybe you just heard my my little fumble with my words because I keep wanting to say affirmation, right? We've all heard the love languages, right? By Dr. Gary Chapman. And one of them is words of affirmation. See, that's a concept that, oh my goodness, I've used that one for a couple decades, if not longer, with clients, with myself, with dads in the ABBA project is words of affirmation, but words of appreciation. Again, new concept for me, the past, you know, year and a half. And I love it. I love it. I love it. So I want to share with you what I'm finding in my own life, which is it's a really cool word. Let's bring it back. It almost feels old fashioned to me as I told Cam, but I love it. So dad, you know that my goal is to equip you to lead, right? In my book, Let's Talk, lead her to laugh, lead her to love, lead her to look, lead her to lament, leader to listen, but it's all about leading. I want you to lead your daughter, your son, your families by your example. So why not this week, Thanksgiving week, kick things up a notch in leading the way in affirming. Okay. There's my word. I love right affirmation, but affirming through 
appreciation, okay? And you get to start that. So I would encourage you to find a way this week, gather around the table. Here's even a go step. I'm going to revisit this at the end. Find a way to start a conversation. If you're not all together or there's divorce, you may have part of the family or kids are at college, you may only have a couple at a time, but sit with them face to face, even if you have to do FaceTime and they're away, saying, looking them in the eyes and saying, I appreciate you for, and highlight characteristics and qualities you see in them that you as a dad get to affirm and highlight and validate and express and underscore and make known. And when you do it in front of others, that celebration, right? That joy exchange is quantified. It's expressed in ways that get bigger, right? Magnanimous. It gets bigger because more people are entering it going, yeah, what dad said. And so it's like multiplying that appreciation and that expression of joy. Okay, here's a truth. We all need our worth and value highlighted and celebrated, right? Not just that it's once a year on our birthday, but I would say do it then for sure. Make it one day a year minimum for each each one of your kids and your daughter for sure. So I've got a question for you. Are you appreciated enough or do you feel appreciated enough for all you do and give and sacrifice for your family? My guess is you'll, you'll probably be saying, if you were sitting across from me, you'll probably be saying something like, uh, no, not really, probably not. So dad, that's why I'm encouraging you to lead by example, right? Your kids, just like Ken's son, Joel, is following dad's example. I don't even know how conscious he is. Hey, I'm doing with my son what my dad did with me. Probably maybe not that, that conscious, but more is caught than taught. So He's now doing that as a dad. So even if your kids aren't telling you how much they appreciate that you do for them, you get to lead by example and start by telling them what you appreciate about them. Okay, here are some benefits to activating appreciation. I've got three of them for you. One, being appreciated empowers others to reach their potential. Okay, that's pretty big, right? Maybe you have one of your kids that you're like, oh my goodness, the last thing that's happening the last thing right now is I have nothing to appreciate them for because they're just bombing out in every area of their life. Well, I guarantee you that if you pray, ask God for wisdom, he says he'll give it. Say, give me one thing that I can affirm, one thing that I can appreciate because I'm going to have to dig deep on this one because it encourages here, empowers others to reach their potential. So if you want to see your son, your daughter reaching potential, affirm them, affirm them, appreciate them, express that. Number two, benefit to activating appreciation. Appreciation is a motivator to strengthen relationships. Well, who doesn't want a stronger relationship with their daughter? You wouldn't be listening to this if you didn't, right? Okay, there you go. Number three, benefit. Third benefit to activating appreciation. Being appreciated impacts overall health and well-being. Okay, three strong benefits. So research shows that appreciation in a relationship is essential as it helps foster, listen to these things, three things, connection, trust, intimacy. Say that after me. Connection, trust, intimacy. Say it one more time. Connection, trust, and intimacy in a relationship. So if you want more connection with your daughter's heart, ah, here's a practical way to do it. Tell her what you appreciate her for. I know it's easy in the middle of hard things to forget 
how important that is. And that's why I wanted to highlight that today during Thanksgiving Day and on this Thanksgiving week. So experts also say that when you communicate appreciation, it works on their psychological and emotional well-being and increases their self-esteem. Okay, you've heard me talk about the importance of building your daughter's self-esteem, that it's something that's built one step at a time, one layer at a time. But honestly, this was new information for me. I did not realize that expressing appreciation would build self-esteem. Powerful, powerful finding in the research. When you show appreciation, even in the smallest of ways, it might be, hey, you picked up your towel after a shower and you're thinking, why do I have to say I appreciate her for doing that? Because that's just a given. That's part of being a responsible adult or maybe a part of our family. I say adult in quotes because your you know, daughter may say, I'm 13, I'm an adult. Well, not really, honey, or 16. But when they're you know, a part of your family, you think these are just basics. But watch what happens, Dad, if you say, I appreciate you for doing the smallest of things, and watch if that activates and motivates her to do it more. But here's what happens. When you show appreciation, even the smallest of things, you build a bond of love in your relationship and ensure that your relationship will have more vitality and more energy. So listen to this quote by Dr. John Gottman. In a relationship, he says, you need a habit that scans the world for things to appreciate rather than criticize, right? How easy is it to just notice what's going wrong instead of what's going right? Well, when we come back, I'm going to give you a couple practical ways to activate appreciation. I'm going to give you some practical ideas. And then I want to share with you a little bit that I found in a really cool book that's all about family systems and the way that expressing appreciation really makes a difference. I'll be right back. Are you a dad who has ever desired a deeper connection with your daughter, but haven't known how to go about it? Let's Talk Conversation Starters for Dads and Daughters is the very resource you need. Dr. Michelle wrote it with you dads in mind. This book will support you with scripted questions, equip you to decode your daughter, and inspire you with stories of other dads and daughters. Don't wait any longer to be the hero you want to be and that your daughter needs you to be. So, to let the talking begin, head on over to drmichellewatson.com forward slash books and order your copy today. This book will become a favorite in your fathering toolbox and will give you the answers you've been looking for. That's drmichellewatson.com forward slash books. Now, back to the Dad Whisperer podcast. Welcome back. Well, today you know the title on your mark for today's conversation is The Activation of Appreciation. So I told you I was going to tell you about a book. Okay, it's from 1985. Okay, let's be real. How many of us are picking up books that were written that far back? But at the same time, I think there are some classics that have powerful data and we don't just want to throw it away, or at least I don't. But this is a book called Family Building, Six Qualities of Strong 
families. There was an editor that gathered a bunch of different authors for each chapter. So it was Dr. George Reckers as the head of it. And then this specific chapter called Expressing Appreciation is by J. Allen Peterson. Now listen to this quote. He said, it should not be surprising that expressing appreciation was discovered to be one of the characteristics of strong families. Professor William James of Harvard said it years ago. Here's his quote. The deepest principle in human nature is the craving to be appreciated. Human history shows conclusively the truth of that statement. Everyone from the first day of life to the last is asking the same question. From the bassinet to the nursing home, each one in his or her own way is asking this question. Do you love me? That question first. Number two, am I special to anyone? And number three, am I appreciated? Whoa. Pretty powerful, right? He goes on to say, words and acts of appreciation are love in action. The famed psychiatrist, Dr. Carl Menninger, sums it up wisely by saying that a person who could learn to receive and give love would recover from all of his or her illnesses, whether physical or emotional. Okay, I'm going to make a little side detour here to tell you that I hear from a lot of dads who are in divorce situations where there's estrangement and the last thing you feel is appreciated, right? You feel discarded, pushed aside, devalued, non-important. Your kids don't want to spend time with you and you feel pushed aside. I know this is super hard for some of you to even hear today going, I want to express appreciation to my kids, but I can't even get close enough to them right now to even do that. It may be a text if your daughter or son will let, let you know that happen just do it now. I appreciate you for and put one thing for being who you are. I appreciate you for making a difference in the world, for being a bright light in this generation, for being a leader, for working hard in school. Write something if you can get it to him or her. Because remember, like we read earlier, heard earlier, that's going to help you activate more positivity and energy and vitality in you. So I also recommend, Dad, work on disciplining your mind so that even if you're not expressing to your daughter or son appreciation, do it inside your own mind. Let that play and kind of lock that in, play, replay, revisit that where you're saying to yourself about them, I appreciate her for making a difference in the world and working hard, you know, on dance team or, you know, in the science club or whatever, reading books and not giving up. Do it in your own mind. Write it down even in notes in your phone or in a journal because that's going to help you stay positive even when there's a breach in the family system. So here's a couple more points that I want to make before we kind of wrap things up. I, I get so excited about all the things I want to tell you that I you you guys know this. I could keep talking and talking. So I'm trying to make it succinct, right? I'm trying to talk Martian. Michelle, just get to the point. Okay. Here are some signs that that I would suggest here that may indicate that you're taking your daughter for granted or that maybe she feels unappreciated. It might be that she gets into arguments over little things or she started acting more emotional lately. Or maybe she's quieter than usual, or she doesn't ask for your opinion anymore, or she makes plans without even consulting you. Maybe she isn't even enthusiastic about 
you know, holidays or special occasions anymore and appears more distant. Well, guess what? The research says that a lack of feeling appreciated results in all of those things or one or all of them. Okay, I'm going to give you a a few more really powerful quotes from that book, Family Building, Six Qualities of Strong Families. And this is more from that chapter on expressing appreciation. Listen up. Let's consider now a major problem. If expressing appreciation is so important, so significantly essential, so life-changing in its effect, then why isn't it an integral part of each family? That's what this author asks. Why is it not automatically a part of our own family relationships? And why is the concept not enthusiastically embraced and practiced? Oh, he goes on with more questions. Listen, he says, if it accomplishes all that we claim in terms of positive dynamics on relationships in families, why is it so scarce? He asks, last question, why hasn't this secret been tapped into rather than exploited? I don't know the answer to that. I think they're rhetorical questions, but they're great questions. He goes on to say there's a pervading negativism that has infected and affected us all. Humanity is prone to a negative mental attitude. Society's input is predominantly negative. He says, but expressing appreciation lends itself to positive action. Expressing appreciation is an activity, not an attitude. Expressing appreciation can be taught, modeled, and become a habit and a skill to be developed. Expressing appreciation can be personally initiated by each family member. It doesn't require the cooperation or consent of others. Expressing appreciation can be begun today. Expressing appreciation has an immediate positive effect on the giver and the receiver Expressing appreciation multiplies itself. It encourages reciprocal action from other family members. And he goes on to highlight Luke 6.38 that says this biblical principle, give and it will be given unto you. He says that applies to expressing appreciation. We initiate the cycle of behavior. Isn't that good? So how do you show appreciation to your daughter? Well, Show her full attention when she when she's talking to you or you're talking to her. Make full eye contact, right? That says you're worthy. You matter. I can see you. There's one practical way. Another, thank her for the little things that she does. Tell her they make a big difference. Appreciate, express appreciation for anything that adds value to your life and the life of your family. Let her know you don't take her for granted just because she's doing things right. You know, there's, I think about how hard it is sometimes to highlight what is going right. And it's really easy to focus on what's going wrong. I have a book. In fact, I'm just holding it in my hand right now. It's called What I Learned from a Penguin. It's a story on how to help people change by Dr. Daniel Amen. He's a psychiatrist. And one of the things he says in here, it's basically, it's a, it's a children's book, but for adults, you know? And it has pictures and it all rhymes. But what he basically says is that he goes to SeaWorld and he's watching this trainer work with a penguin who's doing flips and going off of a diving board and jumping through, you know, hoops and all these things. And every time the penguin did all of these things, the penguin got a fish. And this light bulb went on for him to say, all I notice with my son is what he's doing wrong. I don't reward him 
for what he's doing right. And that hit him really big by going to this show with a penguin. And he talked to the trainer afterwards and said, you know, how do you do this? Like, and she said, every time I give him positive reinforcement, he does more of what I want him to do. So my goodness, if that happens with penguins, men, imagine with your daughter, with your son, are you noticing and highlighting and appreciating what she or he is doing right? Appreciate her for hanging in there through all the ups and downs, even when she's had you know, hard stuff thrown her way. Even if you told her last week, tell her again today. Tell her how much you love her, what you love about her, what difference she makes in your family, right? Affirm, affirm, appreciate. Compliment her on little things, simple things. Hey, you cleaned the sink in the bathroom. I appreciate you for doing that. Okay, before I give you your last ghost steps, I want to highlight one more thing. And that is that there was a book written a number of years ago called Appreciation in the Workplace by Dr. Gary Chapman. He's the love languages guy and Dr. Paul White, who is a really good friend of my husband's. And it sold over 600,000 copies, which tells me this is striking a chord with people. And in it, they have something called an appreciation inventory. And here was their conclusion. These two men, after doing extensive research on what difference does appreciation make in the workplace? So you can see where I'm going here. If it makes a difference in the workplace, it's going to make a difference in your home. Their conclusion was that appreciation for a job well done equaled or sometimes exceeded the satisfaction that these people said they got with a promotion or higher pay, right? He said it was a job retention deal. He said, of course, it's saying sometimes people need more money and that's not saying that they wouldn't sometimes say, okay, I'll get less appreciation, but I need the money, so I'll take the promotion. But by and large, people kept highlighting what a difference affirmation made in the workplace. Now, I wanted to give you just a few examples as I looked at all the questions in their, you know, in their assessment or this questionnaire that was given out because these items also apply to your relationship with your daughter. So one of them was, I appreciate it when someone gives me their undivided attention. Okay, dad, as I read these, I'm segueing into the go step here, the action step for the day so that you can activate appreciation. Okay, ask yourself, which one of these can you put into action and be more intentional about doing? Do you appreciate when your daughter gives you her undivided attention? Do you appreciate it when she assists you with jobs or projects? Because that's what people could check on this assessment. Do you appreciate when someone buys lunch for you, communicating that you're important? Being told thanks for the work you do is really important to me. Another item, I appreciate when my colleagues choose to spend time with me. Okay, tell your daughter, I appreciate that you just spent five minutes with me off your phone. You know, it might be something as little as that. I'm energized when those around me help me out with tasks that need to be done. Hmm, maybe you start by being a servant, humbly offering to help your daughter with one of her chores and then say, I appreciate the time you you took to do that. Like maybe that's it. Seems like maybe a little backwards way to do appreciation, but come on, we got to keep it real. 
It motivates me in this assessment. They said, when others praise me verbally, I feel affirmed when I'm told how much the work I do is appreciated. Again, some of us were raised in generations where there were expectations that you worked at home, right? You, if you were a part of this family, you did chores. Okay, that's an important value, right? To instill in your children, of course. But let them know you appreciate it, even though it's expected. People said, I feel affirmed when I'm allowed some flexibility in my work schedule. So again, that might be a practical way that you say, you know what? You don't have to do your chores until later tonight, but you have to do them before bed, even if you're up till midnight or something, but showing flexibility. Someone said, when I'm having a difficult day, it means a lot to me if someone helps me with the project I'm working on. I feel valued when I'm given time off as a reward for the work I've done. I feel valued when people listen to me patiently without interruptions. Remember, that was one I was saying at the beginning. That's an important part of activating appreciation is that you listen without interruption. You give practical help. Another item, it energizes me when I spend time with the people from work who I enjoy. So it's, I'm not just having intentional time, but sometimes it's spontaneous time over here. Wow, it activates connection, bonding, and appreciation. Last one I'll read is, when I get to spend time with people who are important to me, I am energized. So if you are in a slump right now and you're finding it maybe even hard to be thankful this week, I would encourage you to activate appreciation. Well, let me give you three practical go steps. I just gave you a few of them on that list, but now I'm going to even hone in a little bit clearer so that I know there's a lot of information I've given you today. But how about this? One, lead your family today or this week in sitting around like the dinner table or some other place where you're all together and you start off by telling one person what you appreciate about them and then encourage the next person to tell that same person in the family what they appreciate. Everyone goes around and tells that one person what they appreciate and then you go to the next person. But you get to lead the conversation. Okay, there's one activation of appreciation idea. Number two idea. Send a text or write a note in your own handwriting, right? A note of appreciation to each family member today. There you go. Put your love into action. Here's even another variation on that theme is go get a bucket or a jar or a cup in your kitchen and get a bunch of pieces of paper, little pieces of paper, set it right next to it with a pen and tell your family, we're going to have a contest who can write the most notes of appreciation to other family members this week. And at the end of the week, sit around and pull them out. It would be even fun to do a guessing game. Like it might be, I appreciate you for flushing the toilet. You know, and someone might go, oh my goodness, that's Bob because he never does, you know. Come on, it might be a really fun and funny way to bond as a family. So there you go, dad. I'm all about giving you practical ideas to put your love for your daughter into action and your sons. And so there you go. Send a text, write a note, or activate. I guess I'm giving you four answers because that bowl idea is really a third one, isn't it? So one, lead your family around the table, one family member at a time. Number two, send a note or text yourself to each family member today. Number three, get a bowl or container, notes by it, pen, Everybody have a contest. Whoever writes the most notes, go get a Starbucks card or something. That person who wrote the most gets that reward to activate them to begin writing words of appreciation to the others. And the last one, you heard me talking earlier about Dr. John Gottman saying you need a habit of mind 
in a relationship that scans the world for things to appreciate rather than criticize. So my fourth idea is make it your goal this week, dad, to notice more what your daughter is doing right and let her know how much you appreciate her and watch what happens. There you go. Well, it's been a great day with all of you. I'm telling you, I've loved this conversation. I've, I've pictured you in my mind sitting across from me. And I'm so grateful that you took the time to listen. And now I want to hear how you took action. Write me at drmichellewatson at gmail.com or at thedadwhisper.com. They all get to me. And I would love to hear what difference the activation of appreciation makes in your family, in your life, and in your home. Well, I'm Dr. Michelle Watson Canfield, the Dad Whisperer, signing off and encouraging you to make today a day where you intentionally and consistently invest in pursuing your daughter's hearts. Go Dads! Thanks for joining us for another edition of the Dad Whisperer Podcast with Dr. Michelle Watson Canfield. If you're looking for more resources to support the father-daughter relationship, or if you want to connect personally with Dr. Michelle, you can find all the information you need at drmichellewatson.com. That's drmichellewatson.com. And remember, you can listen to the Dad Whisperer podcast anytime on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, and Google Podcasts. And while you're there, we'd love for you to subscribe and leave us a review. Thanks for joining us today, and we'll see you again on the next edition of the Dad Whisperer podcast with Dr. Michelle Watson-Canfield. <laughs>